Sadi Chesamid Bays about 70% of the way down the Yamud is a new Mishnah. We'll begin. Aim Yitzhashem with the new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Nas on the Uman in the Takan. Let's say you have an item and you give it to a uh, craftsman to uh, to fix or to see to. The Kilkaloi and he ruins it, Chayav and the he would be responsible to uh, compensate, to uh, pay. Kama. Nas on the Cherish. Let's say you gave to a Harash, a uh, carpenter, a some sort of uh, wood thing to deal with, like a Shida Tevu Migdal a little uh, carriage or a box or a little wood tower to fix the takin, v'kilkel, and he uh, ruins it, chayv l'shalem, he has to pay. Habanoi, if you have a uh, builder, that's what his profession is, he's a builder, shekibal al lister he accepts upon himself to uh, break down a wall, v'shiver ha'avanim, now the wall is made up of numerous stones, I guess in that place, in that time, it was... Um, those stones were reused, so they were valuable. If he broke, uh, uh, smashed the uh, avanim, the stones, oh, shehezikan, or any other type of damage, chayev um he would be responsible. And that's one of the things a builder has to do is the things that are understood that he'll do properly has to do properly. So let's say he's banging on the wall at one part, and at some other part it, it falls. In other words, not necessarily to be understood that the, him banging on this part would cause another part of the wall to fall, he would be potter. However, if it can be ascertained, if the reason the other part fell was, I guess, directly attributed to uh, the part that he was banging, uh, he, the um, builder, would be chayev. Amar Ravasi, I fireboxed Ravasi, and Ravasi is going to give us a principle that the Gemara is going to... Uh, Question up and down um, through most of the Sadi Tessamad Aleph. Amravasi. Loishanu Elashanasan le Kharash. It's only if you gave it to a craftsman, a builder, a specific like a carpenter. And what did you give him? A Shida Tevo Migdal, the carriage, um, chest, uh, tower, Lenais Ben Masmer. What is he supposed to do with it? He's supposed to basically bang in a nail or two. Lenais Ben Masmer, and he bangs in that nail, Vishibron, and breaks the uh, item. That's the case in the Mishnah where he has to pay, where the carpenter has to pay. Aval Nasan, if you gave to a Harash, not like a finished product just to like uh, touch up, but rather Eitzim, you gave him just pieces of wood. And the job was Lasois to actually make a Shida Tevo Migdal, then Asamehen Shida Tevo Migdal, let's say he made the Shida Tevo Migdal, and then whatever happened with Shivran, they then got broken. Potter, in that case, the um, carpenter, the Kharash, would be not liable for a whatever the value is of a Shida Tevo Migdal to have to pay that back. My timer. Why isn't that there was a shade of amygdal? Why wouldn't he have to compensate the the rightful owner of the wood for that? Well, because he is viewed not necessarily as a uh, hired hand, a, a daily worker, an hourly worker. Rather, he's an uman. He's a craftsman. And uh, one thing we know then, and I underline these four words, is that an uman is kind of the shvach kli. The, the increased um, benefit, uh, significance, uh, improvement made to the Kli by an Uman actually is uh, viewed as the Uman's, and then when he 
gives it to the to the guy he's working for, so then he gives it back to him. But it, it, it's almost like it's his when it originally is created. Tanan. Put a triangle on this word, Tanan. On the bottom line, near the end, is a word, Misayea. I put an upside-down triangle on that word. And on Sadi Tes, Amud Aleph, about 10 lines, 11 lines down, first word in line is Dehuye. In the middle of that line is a Ta and I put a triangle facing upward on that Tashma. The two upward-facing triangles are going to be questions uh, on Ravasi. The upside-down triangle is going to be a support for Ravasi, but it's going to be Ravasi's principle. And again, the main issue, that which Ravasi said, that in Uman, the way we view a craftsman is that when he improves the item that he's working on, he actually acquires that and all of the halakhic ramifications of him acquiring that. So it's not... We quote none other than our Mishnah. Put right angles in over here. It's about a five-word quote from our Mishnah. Nos on the Uman in Vikilkalu. Our Mishnah's case was if uh, opening uh, five words of the Mishnah, if you gave to a uh, craftsman and they ruined it, Chayav and the Shalem, the craftsmen are responsible to pay. That's the end of the quote from the Mishnah. Connector, my love. Should we not say that the case is de Yahiv Lehu him? What do you give the craftsman? You gave him some wood and he ruined it. And what do you see that they do have to pay. That would be a question on Ravasi. Well, says the Gemara, no. Nope. What you gave the craftsman was a Shidatevu Migdal. Well, one second. You're telling me the first case in the Mishnah is where you gave a Shidatevu Migdal. Hot Midiktani Seifa, from the fact that the second case in the Mishnah is where you gave a Cheresh a, I put in right angles three words, Shidatevu Migdal. Why would you have two cases in a row teaching the same thing? Michlal, the implication of the fact that the second case is Shittatevo Migdal, that the ratio, the opening case, must just be we're giving him not a finished product to improve on, but rather like the raw wood. Hmm, that would be a question on Ravasi. Amri, so we answer, no. The way to view the Mishnah is an interesting structure. It's a Perushi Kamefareshla. It's almost like it's not two cases that open the Mishnah, it's one overall principle and then the application of that principle. And it goes like this. Here's a re-reading of how we're supposed to understand the Mishnah. Ketzad. I squiggle underline the word Ketzad. How is it that if Nasan the Uman and you give a craftsman Latakin to fix something, the Kilkul and he ruins it, Chayav on the Shalem, question mark, comma, Kigayin and I squiggle underline the Kigayin and that's what the continuation of the Mishnah is giving you, sort of like an answer to the Opening line, he gave a charash, a carpenter, shidatevu migdal, etc. That's the end of the snake source, and that's the way that Rav Asi will explain the mission so it's not a question on him. Not only that, but the Gemara suggests, I dot underline the Mistabra. The Gemara suggests that maybe um, precise reading of the Mishnah, reading the Mishnah also kind of makes sense that this is the way to read it. And two lines later, you'll see a uh, fourth and fifth word in the line. Low area, I dot underline that because, like most Hachanami stoppers in the Gemara, the, it gets rejected. Not because it's totally wrong, but because who says necessarily that's the case. So Hachanami Stabra, De, Ketzad, I put Ketzad in the phrase marking, Ketani, that the style or structure of the mission is a Ketzad, like the opening, what we thought was the opening case, actually just a introduction to the other case of the Mishnah. De, because if you were to say that Resha is Eitzim, where it's like we're giving the raw wood, and that would end up being a question of Asi. Hashdash minin. Well, now if that's the first case, and you're telling me Eitzim Chayavin l'shalim that there'd be a chiyuv of the uh, craftsman to have to compensate or pay the loyam minin, and we do not apply the principle of four word phrase uman koinish rachli. 
Well, then why would you have to go on and tell me Ashida Teva Umigdal Mibaya? Like, of course that would be the case. Well, could be, but also could be not, says the Gemara. Imi Shumhav, that's what you're bringing as a Hakan Amistabra. Lo Iria, that doesn't literally shed light. It's not necessarily a valid, solid proof. It could very well be, and this is another not uncommon structure of a Mishnah, that the later part of the Mishnah is being taught to shed light on what the earlier part of the Mishnah was discussing. So Tana Seifa Ligeluye to clarify the Resha. Shalom Yitaymar, if you only had the Resha, and this is what we don't want you to say, that you're not gonna, you shouldn't say that the Resha is in a case of Ashita Tevu Migdal, that where it's an already uh, finished product. Aval Eitzim Lo, but if it was just the raw uh, wood boards, we wouldn't say that. That's why, therefore, Tana the Seifa, to the safest case is Shita Tevu Migdal, which certainly implies that the Reisha's case is something else. Michal, the Reisha is Eitzim, and even though the Reisha is Eitzim, Afilu Hachi, Chayev L'Shalem. He would still have to compensate. Period. We put an upside-down triangle on the Messiah because the Gemara now wants to suggest that maybe the following Tanaic source, we'll actually see it inside, in another daf or two, um, should we say that this is a support lay to him to uh, Ravasi, who had said, Uman Koinabishvachli. So uh, it's about just over a line uh, quote from uh, that. Hanoisen semer letzav. Let's say you have uh, wool, raw uh, wool that just got sheared off the uh, sheep, and you want to uh, color it, make it a color. So uh, a person gives in the uh, the the wool to a tzava, to a dyer. It seems like something went wrong in the process, and the dyer Rashi says niskalkas of it, it burnt, it got ruined, like, I know, he wanted it to be a light green, is what the customer wanted, and the, the dyer makes it, like, a, a, a deep, dark green, which it, it's not what he wanted. So the dyer's responsibility would be to return the value of the wool, as it was when it was given in. Now, that's the end of the tank source, we make a in. So how much has to be paid? Let's say the wool's worth $100. The dyer has to compensate and say, sorry, buddy, like, you know, your stuff was ruined, uh, not the way you wanted it, and give a hundred dollars compensation. But to make simray But we do not say that the dyer has to pay the value of the wool as well as what it was worth, the increased value of having it dyed. Now he didn't dye it the color that the person wanted it, or it's a it's an icky color, but we don't say he has to pay that. Now, Lav, should we not say that the background to this case is that after it was lowered into the dyer's vat with the, um, the, I guess, the boiling liquid that had the color on it, then the ikashvacha, and there was a time when it was shvacha, and I guess, you know, sometimes you can make like a delicious porridge, but if you leave it on the fire too long, it gets burnt, and that apparently what happened over here. Now, if that's the case, shmamina, should we not conclude from here that an uman is yes, kind of the shvachli? And that which the Uman only has to compensate, the value of the um, undyed wool, would seem to indicate that the increased value is something that he himself was kind of, and then that would be a support. So Ravasi said, an Uman is kind of shvachli. Amar Shmuel, I underline Shmuel's name. Shmuel says, well, not necessarily. Um, I also underline Shmuel's name four lines later, directly underneath. And uh, called the first Shmuel number one, the second one number two, is going to be a couple stages here. In the first stage, Shmuel says... And I squiggle in on the Hachamayaskina. What is the case of her? What are we dealing with? We had assumed it was that 
the wool was put into the dyer's vat and it, it like uh, took and everything was fine and it was just kept there too long. No, no, it got ruined. Maybe it was a certain color issue or intensity of color. The moment it was put into the dyer's vat, to Lake Ashvach, where there never was a moment of increased um, value uh, due to the dyer performing the wishes of the customer. Well, suggests the Gemara, then, Aval Hekdichoy. That that's the case. Then what would be in in the what we thought it would be the hikdichay laachar nefila. Let's say it got dyed properly, and then only you know, half an hour later it got uh, overly uh, cooked. My, what would we say then? Apparently, we would say noisimli demet simray ushavachay that the uh, dyer would have to compensate the value of the wool as well as the increased value, which sounds very much like he the dyer as the uman was not kind of the shvachli. Lema, should we then say that Shmuel, who we're speaking about here, and the reason why this is an issue, because whenever there's an issue in monetary law, we pass in like Shmuel. Now, the Gemara opened up with Rav Asi's opinion. Well, should we then say, suggest the Gemara, if that's the case, that Shmuel lays the Rav Asi, that Shmuel wouldn't agree with Rav Asi, and then if this case that Rav Asi brought came before us, we would not say the Uman Kodesh Shvachli. We'd rather go like Shmuel, who says the Uman is, is apparently not Kodesh Shvachli. Should we say that? No, not necessarily. Amrlach Shmuel Shmuel could say back to you. I underline Shmuel's name and squiggle underline again here. Hachabamayaskina. This is the, I guess, second approach of Shmuel. What's the case over here? Kigain de Tsemer ve Samanin de Balabayis. Not only did the customer bring in uh, the the wool, but he also provided the dye, in which case the one who is surfacing this customer is not necessarily a Uman. He's more like uh, being hired by the hour to work. The tzaba, the uh, dyer, is agar yadeh hudashakli, simply taking the wages for doing his work, and therefore he's a daily worker. He's not a uh, uman. Well, ihachi, if that's the case, then uh, these words are right angles, to so quote from the Tanakh source, noisein loy demet simroi v'samonim, Mibayale is what it should have said. On the top line, it shouldn't have said that what has to be compensated is the Mate Samar. It should be the Day Samar and the Samanim. Ella Shmuel, the Gemara concludes that Shmuel actually is not coming necessarily to reject Ravasi. He's coming at a much more subtle point to say that the Tanaic source we tried to bring as a support to Ravasi is not necessarily a support, but what he would hold himself, he could agree with Ravasi. It's just that he, uh, Shmuel feels that the Nice and similar. So the next source is not a valid support. That's what the Gemara means when it says "Elishmua ka madhi le." He's simply uh, pushing off, which Rashi says he does a kolaymar that the Tanaic source we tried to bring as a support to Ravasi is not a support, but not because he necessarily we hear from him that Shmuel disagrees with Ravasi. So Tashma, we try again, third time coming here. This is a Tanaic source uh, from Bava Metzia. It's uh, boxed it off. It goes for four lines and starts here. Uh, a person has a talis, like a outer garment they would wear. Hanoisin talisay le'uman gives it to a professional talis, a seer two. And the talis seer two is going to do something to it. Gamroi vehoidiyoi, the fellow who took care of the talis, finished it, and he let him know. He left, I don't know, a text message on the guy's phone or let him know. Even if 10 days pass from then, the fellow who has not yet paid the um, Uman for seeing to his talis, uh, he would not violate the Torah prohibition of Lois Salah. Lois Salah is that you can't let wages that you owe somebody um, overnight. If you owe the money, you have to pay them before uh, before the night time. And, and here you can wait 10 days. Why? Because that 
Torah prohibition is specifically when you're dealing with a uh, a worker, a, a hired hand, a, an hourly uh, job, not when you have someone to do the a, a job for you, a uh, kablan or a uh, contractual worker. Kama, or maybe even slash. Nasna, he's squiggling on the word nasna. Nasna if the dry cleaner, or whoever the cleaner was, or whatever the guy was doing to the uh, talus, uh, gave it, I don't dropped off the guy's house at uh, noon, then, once the sun is set, if the customer is not paid yet, he would violate the uh, Torah prohibition of uh, thou shalt not let wages that are old uh, go overnight. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Connect to If you were to take the opinion that Uman Koinishvachli, which is what Ravasi had suggested at the beginning of this uh, Gemara, that a Uman acquires the uh, Benedictli, Amai over Mishum Baltalin. Then why would he violate, if not paid up, the Baltalin? It's a it's a sale. It's not like a daily wage. It's it's a sale, and like you should pay all your debts on time. But if if you bought something and didn't pay it. You, you, you don't violate the loisalin. It's more if you hire someone to work for you for a few hours, by the end of the day, you have to make sure you pay him. That, that's the issue. Amrav Mari Bray de Rav Kahana, bit Garda, what's going on over here is it's a special case. It's a Garda de Sarbala de Leka Shvacha. A Garda de Sarbala is you kind of like uh, comb out. I guess it went a little bit flat and, and you're, you're fluffing it up um, where, where there is no Shvach. Well, one second, that's the Gemara. If there's not, no, no improvements being made, so you say, why the world did you go and give it into this guy if there's nothing that's going to be improved? Well, it's not so much for the look, it's for the feel, and it softens up the material. Well, then one second, if you gave it to him to soften it up, that's the improvement. Well, says the Gemara, that's not necessarily the analysis that we should make, rather, it's necessary, you hired him really not to do much. Rather, you hired him almost like as a uh, an hourly wage to um, bitchy is to hire, uh, like batash is to uh, to kick or to bang. Like he took this big uh, rug banger and he bangs. It's almost the opposite. We thought that the person being the talus to have it have it fluffed up or fluffed out, and instead he's having it uh, banged down. And and the arrangement, the standard arrangement in that type of scenario is bitcha bitcha, like, a, you know, for a hundred bangs, bimasa, you get a dollar. Dehainu, which bottom line turns this not uh, a, a case of uh, umanus, uh, but rather a case of skirus. The Gemara takes a step back momentarily and says, well, according to what we had thought originally, the hava Amina, Deloy Agri Labichi, that he wasn't hiring the guy just to uh, uh, to bang the uh, garment. Well, that would be, or should we not say that that would be a CU, a Messiah Layla of Sheshis? Why would Rosheshis say? Debomi name Rosheshis. They once asked Rosheshis. A general question. Rabbi, Kablanus Oiver Amishumatalan, Oi Enoi Oiver. In a case of Kablanut, like a, a job that has to be done by a professional, would there be a violation if the one who had the services done for them uh, got the service done for them and doesn't pay up on time? Over, let me show you over. said, oh yeah, over. The person would uh, violate that if not paid up on time. Well, like we asked them above about Shmuel, maybe also here by Rav Sheshis. Should we say that Rav Sheshis and Rav Sheshis Pliga disagrees with Ravasi? Because Ravasi had said, Anuman, 
acquires the shvachli. Here it seems like the woman was not acquired the shvachli because you'd be over Baltalin if you don't pay on time. So the Gemara says, no, not necessarily. Lo, Amar, Shmubaracha, the case here is something unique. It's a shlicha de igrisa, literally a, uh, a deliverer of the letter. We would call that basically like a uh, mailman. Uh, like Rashi says, there's a Rashi uh, about five, six lines up from where we are, crossing the Rashi, but shlicha de igrisa, de kablano, see, that is actually an arrangement that is a contractual worker. Shaloi sachrali, you're not hiring him for a day. You don't care how long it takes. I mean, you want to take a reasonable amount of time, but you need to get your letter from point A to point B. Behahi, that's the case where Avshesha said that there would be over if the wages weren't paid on time. Why? Because there's no improvements being made to the item. It's not the mailman's not going to improve the letter. He's simply going to deliver it to like a bishvacha to likni. There's no ability for him to be kind of anything because there's nothing for him to be kind of. Says the Gemara, back in the Gemara, maybe this whole thing of whether the Uman is kind of the or not is a Maklokas Tanoim. I put a, a long um, question marking in the margin. Uh, from here, I use the margin between the Gemara and the Rashi. Down about 12 lines to the first row line is Savri, and the Gemara suggests that maybe Lema Ketanoi, that the issue of Shvakli is a Maklokas Tanoim. We now have a three line Tanaic source. Starts here. Um, a woman says to a man, now this guy is a professional uh, jeweler, a gold maker, a gold jewelry maker. Um, she gives him, let's say, uh, $50 of gold. And she says to him, Aseli, Shirim, Nizam, Tabos, make for me bracelets, or rings, or earrings, or finger rings, um, and I will be betrothed unto you. Well, does that work? Says, and there's two Tanaic opinions here. The first Tanaic opinion, Kevan Sha'asa'an, once he has done them, I guess made the jewelry Mekudesha, she is considered as though she is an engaged woman. Divrei, and I box Rabbi Meir. I also box the Chachamim, because the Chachamim say differently. The Chachamim, I mean, Eina Mekudeshes, no, there's no uh, valid Kedushin, Ad, until the Mamun gets to her possession or her hand. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, what are we talking about? What mamoin is this that would get to her hand? My mamoin? Question mark. Elema, if you want to say that what we're talking about is oisai mamoin, like the stuff of value over here, in other words, like the jewelry, michlal, well, then if that's what the chamar holding, the implication would be the Rabbi Meir Savar, oisai mamoin, lo, that that wouldn't be good, like elabamai mitisha. Well, what was the kedushin with then, if not that? Ella? Shita, it's gotta be that in the Tanaic source that we had up above about four lines ago, that when it used the term mamain, alamai mamain, mamain acher, there was some other money that was given, and that is going to be the issue that they're going to argue about, Remeir and the Chachamim, Vesavruha. I squiggle in on this Savruha, I call this point one, and then a line and a half later, first word on is Udekule, I put a number two above that. And we're going to go into this with two assumptions. Assumption number one. Dekuli all opinions agree. Reb Meir and the Chavim agree. Yesh saif. That as far as how do you look when you hire somebody to do a job, they both agree that there is considered a like a building up of the uh, monies owed for the job done. Mitzchilav um, saif. Every little bit of work that's done is a little bit more owed. And secondly, number two, everyone agrees, everyone here would be Remeir in the Chamim, 
that in general, let's say, um, a loan was given by a man to the woman, if a month later he says, you know what, uh, I'm gonna, you don't have to pay back that loan, and I'm gonna make you with the money that I gave you like a month ago, that's not gonna be a good kedushin. So my love, if both those are the case, then what is it that the machlokas from Meir and Chum is based on? My love, the uman the the issue of the day, um, does a craftsman acquire the shvachli kamifligi? Should we not say that that's what they are arguing about? Kol and Reb Meir, and Reb Meir Savar, Uman is yes, kind of the shvachli, and that's why she would be mekudeshes. And the Rabbanan Savri, the Chavim up above, ten lines ago, were be of the opinion, ain Uman, kind of the shvachli, and that's why there would not be a good kedushin. Well, says the Gemara, no. I put a number one in the margin here. Ugh. I used a margin between the Gemara and the Taisvis. Five lines later, last four lines is Yeshna. I put a number two in the margin there. And on the first line of Amud Beis, I put a number three in the margin. So let's go over the three approaches, um, all of which uh, I view it differently than it being a machokas whether woman is going to clear or not. So says the Gemara in the first rejection of that law. The Kuli Alma, actually, all opinions, Ramir and the Chachamim hold, uh, which is, I mean, it's not going to be such a good support for Ravasi because he says Uman is yes, everyone holds in this uh, analysis that what then is the basis of the, the, the reason of the Machokos between Ramey and the Chachamim? The following issue Do we look at um, when someone is using something or someone doing something for someone else? That mitchila ad saif or el saif. So if you want to say yesh leschirus mitchila ad saif, come if like you underline savar ein leschirus ella lebesaif. That I guess the work done to produce the gold jewelry up above um, is going to be at the end, and that's enough. That's definitely shava pruta's worth that he would be giving her then. The rabbanon underline savri yesh leschirus mitchila ad saif. They hold that there is leschirus mitchila ad saif. And that's why it would have to be Momenacher. V'i Bayesema, alternatively, I squeeze one on the E Bayesema. To Kuliyama Yeshla Skirus Mitzila Vadsaif. No, they all would agree that Skirus um, is Mitzila Vadsaif, meaning every little bit as the job is being done. Vahacha, the issue over here is Mikadesh Milva Kamifligi. Can a person be Mikadesh a woman with a loan? In other words, money that he gave her previously as a loan, he then, so to speak, waves it. And says you don't have to pay, and would that be good kedushin? The Rabbi Meira underline Savar Hamekadesh Milva Mikudesh that it would yes be good kedushin. The Rabbanu underline Savar Hamekadesh Milva in Mikudesh it is not a good kedushin. Rav is a third approach. Rav Amar the Kuliyama all are of the opinion. We'll have a bunch of Kuliyamas, one under the other, under the other here, three lines in a row. First of all, Yeshal Sirius meets Chilavad Seif. Sirius is from the beginning to the end. Ude Kuliyama and everyone also agrees that Mikudesh Milva in Mikudesh of a man has uh, money that he lent a woman a month ago and wants to be Mekadesh with that, that's not going to work. Also, to Kuliyama, Einuman Koinishvachli, which also is not good for the original <coughs> Ravasi, who said that Uman is, yes, Koinishvachli. No, everyone holds Einuman Koinishvachli. Ela Hachav Mayaskinan, what's the case over here? Kagain Shehoi Sifla, Noifach Mishalai. Isn't that sweet? So she gave, let's say, the guy a, a bit of gold to make uh, a finger ring. And he makes it, and he adds a little uh, semi-precious jewel to it. That's the machlokas colon. Rebbe Meir, who I underlined, Savar Milvo Pruta. In general, 
when um, you're dealing with a significant loan, so to speak, as well as uh, uh, something that's less significant, daita, her focus, woman's focus, will be on the pruta, and that's why it would be a good kedushin because she's focusing on the cz that she gets back in the in the uh, in the ring or the bracelet. The rabbanan who I underlined safri milva pruta daita, her focus is on the milva. Which would parallel uh, the following three machlokas tanoim, and we'll match up two of the tanoim we're about to see with the uh, Rameir and the Rabbanon. This is a, uh, today's first Yad Masech's Kedushin. It's an exactly a seven-line uh, b'risa starts here. B'schar she'asisi imach. Let's say you have a guy, and he uh, he worked for a woman the whole day. And now he wants to be Mekadesh, or he said, Mekadesh, with the uh, wages that I did already uh, work for you. Ain't a Mekadesh, that would not be a good um, Kedushin. Um, since he already did it for her. Um, it's basically viewed as a loan, that which shows him the money, and you can't be a Mekadosh woman with a loan. If, however, he says, according to the Tanakh, he says to the woman, he proposes her Mekadosh with the work that I am going to do for you, then it would, yes, be good Kedushin. Reb Nassim, who we boxed, and two lines later we'll have Reb Yud and Nassim, we also boxed, the Reb Nassim, the second snake opinion, Oimer, if the fellow says, Beskar imach, Harim Mekudeshus, he says to the woman, with that which I'm going to work in your house today, ain't a Mekudeshus. That's not a good uh, Kedushin. Um, because, well, we'll see why, but Reb Nassim must be of the opinion that yesh l'askirs miti levad saif. The Kolshikain, and all the more so if he tries to be Makash Rabbiskarsha Sisi Machs, yesterday's work. Rabbi Udanasi, we boxed Amr, says, Be'emes Amru, in truth, they said. Ben, whether it's the Lashon of Biskarsha Sisi Mach, the work that I did for you, Ben, he tries to be Makash Rabbiskarsha Sisi Mach, the work I am going in the future to do for you. Einamikudesha, so it would not work. If he throws in, let's say, a little uh, semi precious uh, stone of his own, then it would be a good Kedushin. So that's the end of the take source, and the analysis, the next line or two is important. Um, we have three take opinions, the Tanakama, Reb Nassim, and Reb Nasi. What's the difference between the Tanakama, Bain Tanakama, Reb Nassim, Ika Bain the, the practical difference is Skirus. In other words, the work that I am going to do for you in the future. The Tanakama said that would be good for Kedushin, and um, Reb Nassim uh, said it would not. Kama ben Reb Nasser Reb Yehuda Nasi that which was uh, in this uh, uh, the the naf can be the case between Reb Nasser versus Reb Nasi. Ikabenayu milvo pruta exactly our case of if you have a uh, big amount of money plus a small amount of money or something worth a smaller amount of money what is the focus on period adkan.